Welcome to the Peter Gabbard Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Peter Timothy Hankst, and today is April 8th, 2020, which means I'm, I'm on day 116 of 365 promised episodes that brings you unedited, unscripted, improv, news, movies, music, sports, entertainment, and all things except politics. First up today, folks, new movie review, and I must say I was quite surprised with the actual quality of this movie, including the child actor quality, My Spy. Yes, My Spy, starring Batista and virtually no one else whatsoever. I must say I was pretty impressed with this film. I thought it was going to be a pile of shit. And yet, somehow, I was actually sucked into this thing. I could not stop. I couldn't pause it. I couldn't take a break. I had to watch it beginning to end, and I was seriously impressed. The child actress in this, she was phenomenal. Seriously. She was both cute, and her quality of acting was very high, I must admit. You know, there's no chance I would have been as great of an actor as her at that age. No chance. And it even has Ken Jeong in it, who, as you know, is always hilarious. He's the famous actor from uh, all the Hangover movies, I guess is his most known roles as Mr. Chang. And he seriously was funny as well. You know, the guy used to be a regular doctor, an actual MD, and then people told him he should be an actor because he's so funny, and now he is one. I'm pretty sure he gets paid more as an actor than he probably did as an MD. That's pretty sad. The world we live in is twisted and messed up. But I must say, once again, my spy gets my approval. Batista is always funny. Just the way he talks, his mannerisms... You know, he's just a funny guy to watch. He's so big, and yet he has such a quiet, little, dark voice. It's awesome. So I give this movie a solid 6 out of 10. I'm serious. A 6 out of 10. I would actually probably watch this again. Although, I'm certain it was made for probably around 14-year-old, most likely girls, and less aged children than that even, I will probably end up watching that movie on a, for a second time. I seriously will. So check it out. If you're bored enough, My Spy with Batista. You will like it. Way to go, little kid who acted in that movie. Nobody knows who you are yet, but we eventually will, I'm certain. Congrats to you. Now, folks, we all know Amazon is known for their speedy shipping. You know, if you order something on Amazon, you're likely to get it within a week or less. That is their promise. But now they're promising that they're not going to deliver non-Amazon purchased items like they sometimes do for their other sector, just called Amazon shipping. Yes. Now, if there's an area like Los Angeles who receives a lot of FedEx and UPS packages, Amazon Shipping has also been known to dip their hand into that category and 
even if you didn't order some from Amazon specifically, they would be willing to ship it to your house anyways. I mean, they're already going there. They already have the, the infrastructure in place, you know, the logistics. But now they're saying they're so overwhelmed with even their own products being ordered that they have to commit solely to the people who have ordered directly from them and everyone else is going to have to deal with FedEx or UPS, which is a shame because the postal service sucks, totally sucks. And FedEx is only a fraction better, but higher in price. So if you're waiting on something and you expected Amazon shipping to bring it, well, chances are they ain't going to do it no more. And I don't blame them. Because who has the amount of people available during this lockdown to have everyone come into your house and dropping off stuff? Not to mention picking other items up and shipping those out for you. I mean, that's just a scary thing to do. You're taking stuff from people's houses, which could totally be infected and covered with COVID-19, putting it into a, a small box that you're driving around in, and then bringing that same item to somebody else and putting it on their front porch. Now, that's not the type of job I would want to have during an, a pandemic like this. Yes, I would, not, I would not want to just be anywhere near anyone else's house. It's funny because people now look at each other differently. Everyone's afraid of everyone else. You go to a store and... I personally, I don't have any of these face masks. You know, I just don't have any. I haven't ordered any. I don't feel like I need them. There's not very many cases of COVID-19 in the entire city of Imperial Beach where I live. So when I go to the store without a face mask, I am the odd man out. People are afraid of me. I try and speak to them and they won't respond and they just turn away. It's hilarious how afraid of people we have all become. If the person's out there shopping at the store, they're probably not dying of the virus. That's why they're out shopping, because they feel healthy enough to do so. But I guess, in the big scheme of things, the smartest decision should be to have that face mask. You know, even workers now, all across the board, are required to have the face mask on at all times during work hours. Now, I got to say, that's pretty crazy because some people have no human contact with anyone else and yet they're still wearing the mask. Now, all you're doing now is huffing your own dead breath. You know, like you're not even helping the situation. And they have said that the face mask really doesn't protect you from getting the virus. It just stops it from spreading from you to other people. So if you have it anyways, don't be out and about with or without a mask. Now, if any of you have seen the new Flash, Ezra Miller, you probably like the guy. You know, he does a, f a fairly good job as the Flash, being young and spunky and somewhat clever as well as funny. But the kid is on the chopping block right now for what he did to a woman in public on camera. He was, I guess, now this is speculation from me on his behalf, I guess 
he was simply playing a little joke about fighting because there was some kind of minuscule altercation between him and a fan. And to show his kooky side, apparently, he grabbed a woman by the throat and not really forcefully, but somewhat softly threw her to the ground with a choking type hand motion. And it was caught on tape in public. And now everybody does not like Ezra Miller anymore. Now he is possibly getting cut loose from the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them franchise, which as you may know is sort of a spin-off to the Harry Potter series, which is a big moneymaker. You know, that that was his ride into stardom for sure. Now I'm not sure if DC has decided the same fate for him. It just looks ha it just looks as though two major franchises are on the edge of deciding the fate of Ezra Miller at the young and sprite age of 27. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. The kid's got a world of time ahead of him to make up for this single moment of stupidity where he decided to, in public, choke a female and throw her to the ground. Whether it was a joke or not, I don't understand that type of comedy personally, I don't do that to women, no matter what. I never think it's funny to choke out a female, especially in public, especially throwing her to the ground. So I think we may have just seen the last of Ezra Miller in regards to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, and as Barry Allen and The Flash in the DCEU. Sorry, buddy. Next time, make a better decision when you're high on something in public or drunk or whatever you must have been when you did that stupid shit. And we all hate paying for car insurance. You know, it's just one of those annoying things, especially if you're a good driver. I mean, why do you have to pay to make sure that if you get in a wreck, which you're pretty sure you won't, then you'll be able to cover it? You know, I never get in a wreck. I have not once had to use my insurance to pay for somebody else's damaged vehicle ever. So I'm one of those people who hopes that their insurance company does as Geico and some of these other major companies have done in offering a 15% credit toward people's insurance payments because we're all driving less. Nobody's driving anywhere. You know, why are we paying insurance for cars? We're not driving them at all. The same could be said about all the other things we now can't pay for because we are jobless. Electricity, internet, rent. Now they're saying you can't be evicted for three months on account of not being able to pay your rent because of this whole pandemic. Well, where's the relief for the auto insurers to the people because we aren't even using our cars at all. I mean, they're saving so much money right now, not having to pay for any accidents, you know, not covering the the hurt necks or backs of anybody who got hit by someone in a side swipe or when they ran a red light, anything. Because nobody's driving their cars anywhere. We're all stuck at home. 
So I am deeply hoping that USAA, my personal insurer, which I love them. I'm not going to lie. I love USAA. They're a great insurer. They are just there when you need them right away. Any problem you have. One time my car broke down. I was somewhat out into the desert. They sent a tow truck to me in 20 minutes and I didn't have to pay a dime. You know, and I used a mobile app to get this to get this person out here. I didn't even have to call anyone. USAA, great insurer, but I haven't heard anything from them about a possible discount for the fact that I haven't driven my car in weeks. So I'm hoping they jump on board with this because to be honest, people, why should we be paying full price for any of this stuff that we're not using? There's people out there who pay boaters insurance, you know, they have motorcycles, all kinds of stuff. Well, they're not using those at all right now. We're not even allowed to. You can't be out boating right now because if you get caught, you'll get a fine. You know, you're not supposed to be out there having a good time. You're not supposed to be enjoying yourself in any way. So why are we still paying for this crap? You know, can we can we press pause on our insurance if we promise not to drive our car? I hope so or something. So give us a deal. That is what I say to you, USAA. Well, the great anticipated Mulan live action remake from Disney has given them the financial backing they had hoped for in 875 total bucks. Yeah, Disney has lost so much money on their most expensive live-action remake ever in $200 million that it cost them to make this movie, and they've raked in $875. Bucks. This is absolutely what you call a write-off, where every single aspect of the money-making possibilities for this film are shuttered away, and you simply have to release it on some kind of streaming service, which, as you know, Disney Plus will be their choice, obviously. So expect to see the live-action version of Mulan on Disney Plus sometime soon, because they know for a fact they ain't gonna make a dime off of it, putting it out in theaters where nobody's going right now, because we're all on lockdown. And it's, of course a bit controversial already anyways, so a lot of people are refusing to spend a dime to see it for that reason alone. So Mulan tanked big time, but I'm sure anyone understands who can take a hit financially and still come up on top. That's Disney. They're not going to be in financial ruin over one blockbuster film tanking completely like this. You know, expect them to just simply throw it on to Disney+. Plus. Everyone will watch it anyways. We'll continue to pay them money in one form or another. And Disney will still come out on top eventually. It's time for the portion of the Peter Gabbett podcast we all love so very dearly. And that is... Real Stories, brought to you by me, Peter Timothy Hankst. 
And Barbecusion, that's B-B-Q-U-S-I-O-N, a fusion of Kansas City-style smoked meats and sides and Baja Cali flavors and spices. And today, folks, I'm going to tell you a story about when one of my best childhood friends ever got laid at a grossly young age. And we were there to sadly witness it. So in my neighborhood, there was a trampish, absolute whore of a girl by the name of Nikki. And I knew she was a hoe because there was a time where I was walking with Nikki through a park and she wanted a sip of, no, I wanted a sip of her soda. This was back when I could drink carbonation. And now that I think about it, it's even weird to hear myself say I wanted some soda. But either way, I wanted a sip of her soda. She had one in her hand. She said if I wanted to drink out of it, then I would have to make out with her. Because she would only lock lips on a soda can with someone she was willing to lock lips literally with. And I don't know what this meant. I just figured she was being whorish. So, of course, I made out with her and took a drink of her soda. Now, this was age like 13, maybe even 12. And for me, that was a big deal. I don't even think I'd made out with a girl before then. So I was, you know, I was thinking I was pretty cool. Until the next day, when we were at my friend Nick Carver's house. Now, my friend Nick Carver, he's not going to be happy with me about putting this on the podcast, but I love the guy, and he knows we're, like, the best of friends ever, so no matter what, he'll forgive me. So, we're at his house, where we would be known to hang out sometimes, because his mom and dad would be at work at the same time, and, you know, although it wasn't a party house in any way, his parents were fairly strict, and... Great parents, just absolutely great parents. They, you know, during a time when they weren't home, we would take advantage because we were bad kids. It's just the way it was. So we're at his house. It's me, my friend Nathan, Nick Carver, and this girl, Nikki. And before we can even, like, see what's happening, you know, we, we are there for like a minute. And all of a sudden, Nick and Nikki are in a back room, and me and Nathan are like, well, where'd they go? What's going on? So we, you know, we were looking around his house, and we end up opening a door, and they're actually having sex at, like, age 12. They're screwing each other on a bed when we're so young. I don't even think I'd have, I'd had an orgasm at that point. I don't even think I had masturbated to the point of fully, you know, I don't even know how to describe what I was seeing. I'd never seen anything like this. I don't even know if I had seen porn at that point. There's really no internet then, so unless you had, like, a dirty magazine, which would not be found in my house, my dad would not have that. There's no chance. He was a very, you know, very Christian individual, not not all about porn in any way. So I, I didn't even know what I was really looking at. So I, But I knew that I shouldn't be in there, and I decided to begin to leave the room. But my friend Nathan, being the just loud and obnoxious individual that he is, He proceeded to walk directly up to them while they're fully engaged in sex and point out what was happening and scream about it. He's like, dude, check it out. He is in her right now. And I was just, I don't know what I was. I was grossed out. I was freaked out. I just couldn't believe this was happening. We were growing up too fast at that point. It was one of those moments where I was like, no, we need to still be young. What is happening here? This is freaky. And sure enough, he did what he did with this girl 
lost his virginity at an insanely young age, and instead of giving him props, we started to poke fun at him a little bit. We're like, hey man, you know, you're like a slutty man. Like, I can't even believe you guys did this. Like, how enjoyable was that? That's got to be... I don't even know if this is going to be a good memory for you in any way. But the deeper side of things was we were probably jealous, I'm sure. Because, man, like I said, I don't even think I'd ever made out with a girl before I met Nikki the slut. So we're hanging out, and he had done the deed. And we're sitting in his house just, like, thinking this is crazy. I believe she left. And... Nick Carver's older sisters came home. Now, I had older brothers who were dangerously cruel to me. I'm talking, they beat the crap out of me all the time to the point where I didn't even like being at my house at all because they were so cruel to me. Now, he had the same scenario with his older sisters. Believe it or not, although he was bigger than them, they were not very nice in any way both physically and mentally, to him. And when they caught wind that he had had sex at such a young age, they made him stand in front of them in the backyard while they swung on a swing and spit on him. They made him stand there, just point blank in front of them, while they sat on this outside swing and spit fat lugs all over his face shoulders, arms, body, everything. They just made him take this punishment because they deemed that necessary to teach him a lesson for having had such a young age sex and they wanted to show him that that's not okay. So I sat there and witnessed them mentally destroy this guy after he just thought he had accomplished every boy's dream. You're 12 years old and you're already banging a chick. I mean, that's impressive, right? I don't even think I would know where to put anything at that point. I would have no clue what any of that, what it meant to have sex, you know? But this guy, he fully accomplished actual sex at age 12. And what did he get for it? He got tormented by his sisters over and over for hours that day. To the point where I could just tell he was so mad that we had unleashed that information on his older sisters. Which I, th- I believe we did it just like nonchalantly figuring they would be like, hey, mad props, little bro. You know, good for you. No, it was nothing like that. They wanted to teach him a lesson. And they did. So the moral of this story, don't have sex when you're a young kid. It's disgusting. I mean, what the hell's the matter with you? I don't even think I wanted to do that until I was at least in high school. But you know what? This guy beat us all to the punch, 100%. You know, props to you, sir, for, I guess, being a a man at a very young age. You did it. You know, you, you did it, Nicholas Jacob. You did it. I must say... I am very grateful to have listeners on the Peter Gabbett podcast, especially during this pandemic, folks. Stay safe out there, stay healthy, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Now, folks, just to be the disgusting and horrible individual that I am, in honor of that story I just told about my dear friend Nick Carver, 
I'm going to play a song to you that for some reason is in my long list of music that I've downloaded over the years. And (laughs) I got to admit, I've listened to it many a time back when I thought shitty rap was good music. And don't get me wrong, I like good rap. Hip-hop, good rap, I like it. Terrible rap, for instance, 504 Boys. And here's I Can Tell by 504 Boys, which plays perfectly with the real story I just told. Gotta say too much from the look in your eyes. I can tell you wanna fuck. And you ain't gotta call me up, just as bad as you wanna fuck. I wanna fuck. No, no, no. You ain't gotta say too much from the look in your eyes. I can tell you wanna fuck. And you ain't gotta call me up, just as bad as you wanna fuck. Now you ain't gotta say much, cause I was peeping you Looking at your hips got me thinking about how deep in you I'm trying to go, you heard about no limit soldiers We get up in it and hit it harder than barely hold ya I thought I told you soldier draws come for my ball I'm known for ripping the pussy walls, I heard you got that kill I can see it all in your grill, can you ride me like a black Mercedes And make me do that shit I never did with other ladies I got a woman so I'm not looking for love I just wanna fit your glove, get a couple of uh-uh And I'm out just like a thug Hit me on my page if you want it It's soldier passion So get up on it if you want it You ain't gotta say too much From the look in your eyes I can tell you wanna fuck You ain't gotta call me your boo Just as bad as you wanna fuck I wanna fuck No, no, no You ain't gotta say too much From the look in your eyes I can tell you wanna fuck Too much from the look in your eyes I can tell you wanna fuck 